what's up everybody welcome back to another 3d hangouts my name is Noah Ruiz I'm the designer here at Adafruit and joining me every week is my brother Pedro good morning everybody I'm Pedro Ruiz creative tech here at Adafruit and every week we're here to share 3d printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit that's right this is the show we combine 3d printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects man your shirt is really popping nice shirt today Pedro Hello everybody in the Discord chat room. We're hanging out there during the live show. So if you folks want to join us, please do so. I'm going to fix our screen here while Pedro shouts people out. Because this is what happens every morning. Giving shout outs to everybody hanging out in the chat rooms. We are on discord.gg slash Adafruit in the live chat channel. Giving shout outs to everybody hanging out. We got Mattable, Mark Gambler, we got everybody in the YouTube chat as well. Hey folks. We also got people hanging out on the Facebook live broadcast. Twitch, we're on Twitch as well. Yep, LinkedIn is still working. Hello LinkedIn. I Periscope. Believe Periscope as well. Beyond. Excellent. So good okay. morning to everybody hanging out in all of the socials. Thank y'all for joining us this morning. Okay, we're gonna kick it off with uh, some housekeeping stuff in the, in the beginning. Uh, this week, uh, we got some stuff for you folks. So Black Lives Matter subpage here on the Adafruit website. Uh, our call to action this week is to go vote. So we have a couple of things we want to share with you folks about voting. And the first one is we want to bring attention to Scott's project. Uh, he worked with some other folks on it. Uh, this is election. So if you're from the States, definitely check this out. Uh, electioncal.us is the website. It's an interactive website where you can uh, hover over this interactive map of the United States. We're in Florida, so I'll click on that. And uh, you can dive into your county and then get specific dates and when uh, the last dates are uh, for, for voting. Uh, so the last date to drop off an absentee ballot, uh, congressional primary, the last date for election. This is also particular to our county. Uh, so we, we encourage you folks to check it out and get started uh, in voting um, and getting those dates. Now, another project with this is a pipe portal. Shout out to uh, Alvaro for putting this together. This uh, uses the, the data from, uh, from the uh, electioncal.us website, pulls it in and displays it on the pipe portal, which is a really great way to kind of have it on your desk and have it up there. And here's another link to uh, the site. So that's really nice. And just yesterday, um, there was a new guide released by Colin Cunningham it's a mini vote keyboard. Very, very awesome way to kind of uh, promote and raise awareness to voting this year as it's very critical. Uh, so definitely check this one out. Really great build from Colin. It's always great to see stuff from him. He's got a really nice uh, custom milled board uh, that, he, that he used on his Bantam Tools desktop CNC. He also has the CAD keycad um, project file so you folks can check it out see how he put it together. And he walks through the build with beautiful photos of the assembly. So check it out. And um, definitely check out his keycaps. There are uh, always some special things to learn uh, from keycaps and uh, that whole genre of, of funness there. Look at these great photos, man. I'm just enjoying that. I'm just, <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, so definitely check those out. Um, so that's this week's kind of call to action. Um, check out those sites and those projects. Um, yeah. Let's say, let's go to CircuitPython. The CircuitPython meetings happen every Monday at 2 p.m. It happened this week at Monday at 2 p.m. And we encourage you folks to, to come in and, and check it out. You can sit in, listen in, or watch the, uh, the replay in any of the podcasting services. Uh, there's also a dedicated playlist uh, here on the YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, all fair game for whatever podcast app you, you'd like. Um, so it happens live every Monday at 2 p.m. It happens in the Discord server under the uh, CircuitPython um, channel, so folks can uh, check in, in there. And CircuitPython Day is happening uh, on the 9th, which is September, September 9th, 2020. Have, we're going to have a lot of events and um, live streams and, and, and things like that and more blog posts. Um, happening so we'll be talking more about it and I'm sure tonight we'll hear more from Lamar and Phil on CircuitPython Day and what are some things we'd like to see and things we were planning on doing. Um, <laughs> sorry, 
uh, newsletters uh, once a week. A newsletter goes out that's focused on the products that are added to the Adafruit shop from the weekly. So this one happens once a week. Again, adafruit.com slash newsletter if you want to subscribe to that. And then for the daily newsletters, it's adafruitdaily.com. You subscribe to, you can subscribe to whichever uh, category of funness you'd like. And uh, you can check that out by heading over to adafruitdaily.com. It's a standalone website. So check it out. Like the jobs board is still available, and if folks want to start looking at um, new opportunities, definitely check out jobs.adafruit.com. You can get a free account and uh, create your profile, add your skills if you're a maker, or if you're an employer looking for some maker folks, um, you, can, you can create your, your job listing for free. It's all free to do so. All right, and again, that's jobs.adafruit.com. I think that is the morning. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's really fun project. It is the yeah. NeoPixel Run LED Chaser. This is a fun project. This was a bit of a, a recommendation from Lamar. She saw this post on Reddit and thought, hey, it'd be really cool to do a kind of a remake in CircuitPython. So we tagged Liz and she wrote the code for, uh, for this really fun chasing LED game. You, you've probably seen these. If not, they are normally in our, <laughs> they're, they're in arcades, um, kind of like Chuck E. Cheese style restaurants and establishments. Uh, so this uses the Adafruit Feather and uh, a mini skinny NeoPixel strip uh, and a battery and a switch and this button here. So the parts are, are relatively simple and the point of the game is uh, to press the button when the running LED lands on these target LEDs. Uh, there are three of them here. It's kind of hard because it's blown out here, um, but you can you can barely just make that out. Um, so the point of the game is to hit the hit the button when your LED has landed on these target pixels, and it advances, gets faster as you as you finish the level and you get some animations when you complete the level. The color is changing um, as, you, as you advance, and the, um, the chasing pixel changes to the target pixel's color um, when, you, uh, when you land and complete that level, which is pretty neat. Um, it's all done in CircuitPython, and it's using the LED animation library. And the case is a snap fit together case that um, can be printed with no supports, as usual. Sometimes they do. Man, I'm getting really, really fast here. So I forget how many levels there are. I think there's like a dozen or so. But when you, uh, oh man, it's getting really fast. Ah, and I lost. So the flash is red and plays sort of an animation um, when you uh, when you lose, and it starts over again. With the uh, with the same with the original speed, so it's kind of resets back to back to normal. Let me see if I can adjust the the aperture here, so we can get a better look at these LEDs. Eh, it's a little bit better. It's so hard to get capture LEDs. Like, this is kind of what it looks like in real life. You can see the the target LED there, and now uh, when I land on that, it the chasing LED changes to the goal color LED, which is pretty neat. Ah, oh, missed it. And uh, really, really fun with kids, the whole family. It's portable, you can move it around. It's got this cool kind of disc shape, identity disc, Tron style. Um, it's really neat. And yeah, <laughs> I'm just playing the game now at this point. I just want to play it. I really want to get to the last level. So if folks want to just watch me play, that's all great. It's always hard projects to do because they're too fun to play with. Uh, here we go, here we go. Dang, so close. <laughs> all right, so let's check out the learn guide, shall we? Head on over to learn.adafruit.com. You can uh, see the guides posted up there with several of the ones. And over here, you just walk through all the parts that are used in the project. This is the Adafruit Feather M4 Express, but you could use any uh, any board, really, that's CircuitPython compatible. 
go to circuitpython.org and browse all the different uh, boards that you can play with. So definitely scalable in, in that. Same thing with the NeoPixel strip. You could use whatever type of NeoPixel, um, as long as it's a you know NeoPixel style um, chip, it should work. Um, this one is the uh, fairly high density mini skinny strip. You could use a regular strip if you like, um, or you could use you know like those little dots too, and like kind of wire your own uh, strand if you'd like. We have several mini LED arcade buttons with a integrated LED. Um, I actually just wired it up um, a, few, a couple days ago uh, to the button here, but yeah, you can. It's a separate um, set of contacts for wiring up the LED. It already has the resistor in it, so you don't have to worry about that, which is really nice. They come in different colors. Uh, we're using the blue one, but here we have linked the green one, and there's, I think, a yellow and a, a white one as well. These batteries are in stock. These are nice little batteries that fit in lots of different tight spaces. This is the 420 milliamp uh, battery. And um, it plugs directly into the feather, and uh, you can recharge the battery uh, over USB using the feather, because it's one of the awesome features that the feathers have. There's some other odd bits, like the slide switch, JC extension cable, some quick connects, which uh, are ideal for uh, connecting arcade buttons. And we got our USB cable, of course, because you need to charge and reprogram. Um, but those are most of the, the parts. Moving on over to the circuit diagram, it gives you a visual, uh, a visual chart, <laughs> a visual drawing of the wired connections uh, for the NeoPixel strip. We're wiring it into the three volts ground and, and pin six, but you can switch those up if you want to change it in the code. Um, but yeah, uh, very minimal connections here, not not too many, and everything's broken out there. We're just powering it off the battery. Uh, you could also power it over USB if you'd like. All right, moving on over to the 3D printing part. Just a couple parts. I think it's just four parts here. It's, it's a really nice um, compact um, parts list. It's only four of them, or five. I can't count. It is four. <laughs> um, we got links for you folks. You can get the source file or the STLs from either one of these fine repo sites. And um, the design includes things like the battery, um, the feather, the switch, and the arcade button. There are also standalone parts inside of our GitHub repo for all of our CAD parts. If you folks would like to check them out, definitely check them out. The next page just walks you through setting up your Feather M4 with the latest version of CircuitPython. This is great for folks that are just starting out. That way they can get a full deep dive and walk through on setting up CircuitPython on their board. And it has some lovely screenshots there. The libraries, this walks you through installing all the libraries from the bundle. Um, it's fairly simple to do so. You can download the bundle from circuitpython.org slash downloads. Unzip the file and pull out the required libraries that are necessary for this project. Uh, and this one, just a couple. We got the LED animation library, pixel buff, and the NeoPixel library. So those three there. And here's the full code setup, again, by Liz Clark. She put together um, nice comments as well so folks can see all the different variables that you can change if you want to change difficulty or colors um, it's all it's all here and commented so check that out and here's a nice screenshot of uh, what your folder your circuit pi drive looks like with all the files in their spots code walkthrough is is great if you folks are starting out with um with circuit python this breaks down all the bits and uh and explains them out here all the states and variables and colors. Sweet. So check that out um, for the assembly. Uh, we'll walk you through wiring up the the, uh, the LED strip and soldering up the switch, soldering up these wires. Plenty of ground and voltage pins on the Feather M4 Express, which is really, really nice. I, I really, really like that. <laughs> I'm always running out of ground and voltage pins on my feathers. But not these. These feathers are, are built for it. Yeah, so uh, the main case has these built-in standoffs for the four mounting holes that are on the feather. So it would fit any feather. Um, and the NeoPixel strip just um, is strung on the inside of the diameter of the case. There's a nice little cavity there with a lip, a little ledge, a little flange, so the LED can rest on and, and chill out. 
um, to insulate the connections from the pads to kind of make it a, a fully kind of enclosed circle here, we needed to insulate those um, those pads that are exposed there. So we use a little bit of Kapton tape, which uh, if you search on the Adafruit website, you can just search for Kapton tape and then uh, you'll get the product there. We have these nice um, thin strips of Kapton tape. We didn't link it here because this is another thing to link, but we did use Kapton tape uh, to insulate that. That's kind of a good one there. I've had shorts by doing this very similar thing when I did the coaster, the mirror, the, uh, the infinity mirror coaster. I ran into that issue and um, I should have used Kapton tape. <laughs> uh, I want to reiterate that. Uh, that happened because you clipped off the ends, so the pads you chopped off and that caused problems. It did, dude. It totally so killed the pixel. do not do that. Yeah, you can do it, but uh, then you're gonna cut off another pixel. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it, ha and it kept cutting pixels shorter and shorter. I realized like, oh, this is breaking because it doesn't have the pads? Mm -hmm. oh, that's weird. I was cutting it too close or something. But in any manner, capped on tape. <laughs> Um, the slide switch has a built-in holder here, which is nice. It gets mounted there by press fitting it in at an angle. We, we tend to do that with these slide switches. They're nice, small, and uh, you know, compact for these projects. Um, the diffuser uh, is, is press fitted over the LED strip and just kind of hold, hangs out in there. Um, it has a, a little bit of flex to it, so you just kind of press it down into there with the flange pointing up, and uh, that way it stays in place. And that really helps uh, soften the LEDs a little bit so that they're not so harsh and bare. Like it kind of makes the colors more solid. And that's why we made it. Uh, there's an extension cable there. I actually trimmed it shorter than that, but you have plenty of room in the case to have like the full length of the extension cable. Because the, uh, the battery here is meant for like the Pi, Pi Badge and Pi Gamers, and they, it has a short cable, so that's why we have an extension cable. The mountain button, because it's such a low profile, this is actually kind of a neat thing here. Um, even with the uh, the tallness of the button, you still kind of have to bend these contacts short, so it has a low profile, but you do that. But what's really cool is that I haven't seen uh, something like this where instead of printing this entire case this thick, Pedro has this little sleeve here that um, elevates the button there, um, and then it just only leaves this much here uh, for the, for the, you know, for the leads. And, uh, that elevates it and it kind of gives you more, um, it feels better this way. And I, I wouldn't have, had, I'd, I've never thought of doing that with an arcade button. So shout out to Pedro for making this kind of stem or sleeve or whatever you want to call it uh, for the arcade button. Um, because we have uh, these quick connects, they just uh, quickly connect to the terminals on the, on the button and the LED. If you want to wire up the LED, um, I have it wired to just three volt and ground so it just stays on. Um, but you could wire it to whatever if you'd like. And there you go, that's the whole build in a nutshell. It's a nice kind of simple build that you can build in probably a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The code is on GitHub and it's linked. We walk through it and, and that's it. <laughs> so there's a lot of things you can add to it. If you take a look at the links that I posted on the inspirations for this, the uh, Arduino version of this, this uh, the designer for this, Mm -hmm. had a nice little scoreboard so you can have like another strip up here to keep track of that mm -hmm. and then uh we have the ability to put like audio like mp3s on there like a stem of speaker in there to have sound effects when uh, actions happen when you lose when you win and there is a bunch of uh, uh expandability in terms of having things fit inside the case for sure so if we take a look at the inside you can see that there is enough room to add more things that we just talked about there. Yeah, totally. Stem a speaker. Mm -hmm. This is a great little addition. Um, so one of the other tricks that we used to was actually having these holes in here so you're not printing such a big flat surface like the lid. It's not going to take as long. You actually save about 30 minutes uh, by adding um, like these holes in there for the print. Mm -hmm. And then the other tip on that was the, um, you already mentioned that the sleeve, when mm -hmm. you're designing something, if it doesn't need to be so big, just have the part by itself, uh, in this case the sleeve, be the thing that's actually being covered up so you don't have to make such a tall uh, case because as it stands right now it takes about uh, three hours I believe at printing at like 90 millimeters a second to wow. uh, 
print just the case for Large. this. Yeah, it's 200 millimeters in diameter. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that you added to uh, after the build was uh, making this DIY USB cable just to have a little bit more easier access because that it is right without it, you'll have to uh, sort of you know play uh, uh, with the USB cable to try to reach inside of there. What I, what I wanted to do was have like a, the micro USB breakout that we have mounted onto there. But again, that's feature creep. Um, you can add I didn't that have them on. on hand, Pedro. We also didn't have them <laughs> on like hand. Kind of like I was doing that, but the... sorry. Uh -huh. So yeah, <laughs> that's something I was going to do without knowing that I, we didn't have it on hand. But again, yeah. uh, okay. trying to get this out there in time, you don't want to uh, have feature creep. But it is available and super easy to do. We have a nice diagram showing all the connections once you want to make your own USB extension cable in that form. And then the other thing was, uh, yeah, you already mentioned it, bending the oh, quick right. connects, mm -hmm. or the, the, um, the, leads on the leads on it, so you can get your quick connects on there. Since you are going to have to sort of uh, push this through when you uh, first mount your arcade button on there. For the CAD stuff, uh, we don't have a layer by layer on it, but just simple little nubs mm. with uh, yeah, inverted nubs on the other style side. Of, of snaps, but mm -hmm. uh, they work out. Yeah, yeah, what I originally wanted to do was have a uh, like a big old um, mm. uh, screw, uh, a thread that would screw it in there. But then trying to line this up would be a little bit tricky. It can be done, but I just didn't want to deal with that and wanted to see if these little nubs would actually work. They're 1.5 millimeters mm -hmm. uh, uh, extruded out, mm -hmm. so. Not too big of a deal there in terms of the um, so how much is needed then, to yeah. actually hold all of the the whole case mm -hmm. in place. Nice little tips there, and then the diffusion and the LEDs. Uh, these aren't actually glued down. There is enough tolerances to have those push up against the wall so they stay in there. Same thing with the uh, translucent uh, uh, diffuser that we added on there. So nice little build there, uh, like we were saying before, plenty of room for expansion. You have all this room over here for more electronics, like speakers, and your scoreboard. Yeah, it'd be cool to see this with like uh, one of the screens, maybe a maybe Somebody a did mention or that, or yeah. A board or something. Yeah, it's something to keep, really uh, keep track of score. Yeah. Be a nice little addition to that. Yeah, for sure. You get all the files on the, uh, the links, yeah. We got uh, on the, the repos. I exported all the steps and Fusion uh, 360 and stuff. Mm -hmm. So you can edit that and get all the parts for that. Post all the links to that as well if you want to get all the parts, components to uh, model this in your own projects. Sweet. All right. Super fun. Uh, one of those things where yeah, we definitely spent a lot of time playing this with the whole family yeah. and trying to get to that. Uh, last level, which we haven't mentioned, it has a nice little rainbow uh, animation that happens when you finally reach the end of the game, which is super hard to do. Uh, you can adjust all that inside of the code. Uh, Liz did a good job of uh, adding uh, the space where you want to comment that out to mm -hmm. adjust the speed to make it a little bit easier or more difficult. Okay. Should definitely uh, start it off as uh, difficult so you can see how fast it goes. It's uh, Definitely a lot yeah, of fun, what it is. Fast. So uh, hard to get that in there. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Mm -hmm. It's the sound of the uh, the snaps doing their job. <laughs> I like that you can kind of move it around as you're kind of looking at it. There's so many different ways that you can mount LEDs, and uh, this is just one of many different ways, which I think segues into our prototyping stuff. I got a little fun NeoPixel ring diffuser that I put together, but I got an idea by when we were working on this, uh, which I'll show you after I lose the game or win the game, maybe. How are we doing on time? Very good. Ah, I lost. All right, so excellent. Let's go into the prototyping stuff. This is just like a quick one. Um, let's keep that open. So I've been wanting to make these kind of grid uh, LEDs. Have you seen those, those grids? Of like uh, of matrices that are kind of gridded out. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, what if we made one for the NeoPixel ring? So this has like a little um, grid array and like all these walls here that kind of try to isolate each of the pixels. That way you get this really cool kind of grid effect. 
Um, and I've seen that done with like, you know, a regular square rectangle, uh, but this is doing it with the NeoPixel ring. This is a 24 NeoPixel ring. So this could, this is actually running the same code with a little bit of a modification. So uh, that's really neat. And then this bit here just press fits in. And it has like, these little cells that are extruded out and they all press fit into the little, um, to the little square um, chiclets here. And uh, it's printed in two bases. They snap fit together. This is black so that it can um, mask out any light leaking. But uh, yeah, I'm really digging the, uh, the look here. Uh, I think if we sand this down, we'll get a really nice diffuse because right now it kind of looks like it's got like this uh, glass type crushed effect to it. And it's really, really low uh, brightness right now. But uh, we can play around with the brightness and whatnot. Just running it off a feather with a little JST connector there. Um, pretty much similar circuit here. We're just missing the button. Um, but yeah, that's that's a little thing I wanted to play with and see if that would work, and it does. It's a really cool thing that we saw um, that I think you want to add there as well is this uh, this geometry on the top yeah, portion of that so cool, that right? adds this nice taper? little look. It's sort of like a little pyramid, so yeah. it's going up. If you want to put the bring that up, post yeah. the link in the in the Discord. In the Discord. On. That's that's pretty much what gave me the idea, dude. I was like, oh, what if I could do that, but with the rain. And then just to kind of bring it, bringing that into uh, Fusion and figuring that out was kind of fun. I'll probably do a little mini layer by layer on that because I did it the wrong way and I crashed Fusion while trying to create this, this shape. Uh, I went about it a little bit wrong, but this is really sweet. We're going to share this on the blog too. It's a, uh, a magnifier for a grid of NeoPixels. And it takes like this, uh, let's say it's a 10 by 10 uh, grid and it, it flanges out. Um, it tapers outwards and creates this really beautiful effect. Uh, where can I see the effect? I think it's where it's showing just the 3D uh, parts of it. No, it's in there. It's in there. It is, and one more over. There you go. You can actually see the uh, the the yeah, like the, the pattern. Yeah, like yeah it's too. like a little pyramid pattern that's actually creating the the colors. The, the way that they're being diffused on there. Right. It's a really good effect. And if you look at the video, that's where this is it right that's here, the, folks. You want to yeah, on look it. at that. Look the way amazing it, it that is really, really cool this way. Um, yeah, so maybe I can try to flare that out and increase the uh, the the shapes of the cells mm -hmm. of the grid. This is something we wanted to do when we were uh, working on the matrix projects, but right. this would be so huge. Yeah, you know, that makes really, a lot more sense doing it with a smaller. Um, uh, I'm all for grid. something that's already put together. For this one, it's the, the NeoPixel grid's already put together. Not mm -hmm. having to cut strips and yeah. assemble it, wiring it yes. yourself. Uh. We've done that and it's fun for custom shapes. Whoops. But if you're just doing a square or a circle like these NeoPixel rings, it's great to just kind of work off of those shapes that are existing. Mm -hmm. yeah, we do have so smaller dope. ones. Maybe we can use like the Charlie Plex matrix yeah. or the, um, what is it, the smaller one? The Smaller is it 24 one. by 24? Uh, I think we have an 8 by 8, don't we? Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Or 16 by 16? thinking of the 32, 32 by 32. By 32. Yeah. Yeah. But still, we want something that will fit on uh, a lot of people's beds, and I really like the size of the yeah, that, um, that little one. smaller one. Here's a... Oh. Oh. <laughs> is there a dent there now? I am so sorry about that. You tighten all these screws. Here's what it looks like with the uh, with colors, the rainbow, yeah. yeah, with different colors. So you can see it's you getting there with get having the the, yeah, uh, the diffusion grid on there. How uh, popping each section looks. Mm -hmm. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I'll, it's I'll like definitely sectioning try sectioning off each one. I'll definitely try sanding this out to make it more smooth. But uh, yeah, excellent way of creating a uh, more isolated mm -hmm. uh, section. Yeah. Be cool to kind of show a clock or a battery gauge or like the LED game. Ooh, maybe this flexible 16 by 16 would be nice. Yeah. So we have it like in a bent shape. It'd be nice. What did you search for? Uh, just matrix on the the uh, store. Yeah, here's all the different NeoPixel matrices that you can play with. I mean, there's different matrices, but oh, the here's NeoPixel one. Here's an one eight by eight one. Okay, this sweet. is probably a nice little compact one. Uh, Put the order in. <laughs> Let's yeah. order right now. That. So the ones we're looking at is probably this one PID? here. The PID for this one is fourteen eighty-seven. 
Excellent. This will match perfectly with uh, one of the name badges that Phil wanted. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. So be a nice little way to do that. Nice pads. I like those. Mm -hmm. You can daisy chain them together up. and make a big one. Look at that. Let's prototyping it during the prototyping section. Yeah, <laughs> right? None of this was planned. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think I showed you this, too. I did it last <laughs> night. And I was like, oh, I saw yeah. the printing. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can figure, like, oh, that's probably the grid thing. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. That's what we were going to do with the, uh, the scoreboard project. But we're like, well, we have a matrix already. Let's just use that. <laughs> so we went ahead and did that. Super fun. I love NeoPixels. They're always such a pleasure to work with. And uh, lots of different shapes to explore, even still diffusing mm -hmm. and whatnot. So I hope that inspires you folks. And then uh, some comments from Mr. Certainly Bruce in the Discord, yes. uh, commenting on the Tron disc similarities <laughs> of this. Yeah. Yes, that is actually That's why I made it, it this way. Yep, mm -hmm. this will be repurposed for that. Uh, the identity disc, for you guys who don't know, just I'll look up Tron. Uh, it's like one of the props that are used. It's one of the weapons. So that has definitely been on the list for a couple of years. And now that we have all the parts, we'll definitely That's work funny. on that That's later in the year. Yeah, nice look. Coming profile. soon. I'm glad we have or these. Or a circular nice Cylon. That's a good one, too. Yeah, people uh -huh. say Stargate would be an interesting one. Yeah. Although yep. it's missing a lot of feature or a lot mm -hmm. of details. It could still be done. Then, let's see, other comments over on the Twitch chat. Uh, I'm Vola, so Unexpected Maker, hey, working on the uh, Feather S2, so it'd be, is there a collaboration? Uh, tune into the Circuit Python weekly chats, and you can hear all of the lovely okay. projects that are upcoming, and, and everybody that's working on that. Excellent. Get suggestions on that, but yeah, the S2 is being worked on. You can check out the GitHub repo and check out all the code commits that's happening. Yeah, Scott does a deep dive every Friday mm -hmm. at, uh, I believe, like 3 or 4 p.m., mm -hmm. and uh, he, he, he shows his progress. They're, they're hour-long streams, and you can really get an insight into uh, oh, yeah. his progress and how it's coming along. And you can also help out, too, on any code suggestions or if you have any other links for things that you should check out. He's always on the lookout for adding CircuitPython to yet another device. Of course. So definitely tune in and check that out for cool. all of your S2 news. But yeah, there is a board in development. All right. Well, other than NeoPixels, we're playing still with uh, solenoids. So I guess we'll, we're still prototyping the solenoid project. Um, so I, I, the whole point was to kind of create a drumming robot with the, the solenoids. And we tried the little baby ones, the 5-volt versions. And we weren't able to get enough force out of them. So we're like, OK, let's, let's jump it up to 12 volts. So we put that together. And our initial design um, still was kind of needed to be tweaked. So what we did is we, we, uh, we reworked the mounting bits so that we have this, um, this little uh, kind of retainer for the, for the solenoid. And then this bracket here gets mounted on top. And it has these two kind of, um, let's call them arms, that extend outward at a certain angle. And then there's this uh, bit of a T-shape that creates a link between um, the, uh, the solenoid bit here and uh, the pivot area here at the top of the mounting bracket. And then we just have this extension here that we kind of made our own uh, mallet. Um, so that way we can, uh, we can hit things. Depends on how high it is. So we're able to get some good sound out of it. Um, I'll, I'll show you guys some more progress. Um, I'd have to set everything up, but I'm kind of just showing you that the, the little bit of a progress here. You've got a rubber band here on the side here that kind of keeps it, uh, it, it springs it back, and this helps right here spring that back as well. Um, but yeah, I really like that the 12-volt uh, the solenoids has this, um, this bit of a slit here so that it can be used in this way. Um, yeah, uh, I went ahead and wired up the, uh, the ends here. I got rid of the JC connectors because these are just... 2.1 barrel jacks. So I figured it'd be really neat if we could just plug these in onto the side instead of having to kind of connect all these uh, JST connectors. So I went ahead and updated the case. This is the Perma Proto case from last week, but expanded and then just these holes were added here for the DC jacks. They're all panel mounted. This is where you get the, the power in and these are all the power um, outputs for these, uh, for these guys here. So we're gonna have an assortment of these printed out up to four, up to, yeah, four different instruments we're going to be hitting some snare drums some kicks and uh and some hi-hats so we're going to make some uh some stuff there but uh, it's coming together pretty nicely i think it's ready for uh 
for documenting. Yay. Um, I, again, I'd show you a demo, but I didn't have it queued up. And, but yeah, that's a, a lot of fun in Fusion coming up with the, uh, the joints so that, they, um, so that they pivot correctly. And uh, yeah, that's what we're working on. Some progress on the solenoid drumming robot. It's going to be so cool. Yeah, all the code's already done. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, we're looking, I think, next week. I think yeah. one of the last things you were looking at is how to actually build a song because we can't make a yeah, project and not actually make something with yeah, it. I so do something with that's it. what the, the right. progress. Right is now that all that. the parts are here, okay. we need to yeah figure out the best placement. How do we get the best sound out of these things? Because we have this little um, this little baby <laughs> symbol. baby's first symbol, you know, um, and we we put this little um, this little thing together so that we can. It. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. So, well, the song you're working on sounds really good. So, There's some nice <laughs> yeah, beats and rhythms neat. coming yeah. out. It's pretty neat. I wonder if I could play it through my phone, and then y'all can hear it. <laughs> it's so silly. Look how terrible this is. I have to put it on my phone. <laughs> but yeah, you can hear the xylophone kind of playing. I think it'd be really cool to kind of have a demo too with the z the xylo pie playing. Anyway, that's a uh, <laughs> that's a uh, interesting way to demo through my phone. Um, <laughs> it's a guaranteed way to not have Wirecast uh, crash on oh, clips. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or slow down my thing. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks for the props, uh, Devo. Appreciate that. Oh, thanks. So yeah, we got stuff. Let's make some space because we want to share the next segment. And then shout outs to oh, wait, everybody showing off stuff in the Discord. Uh, show and tell a channel. Yes. Um, there's a bunch of stuff in our project upcoming to-do list. It's like a mile long. <laughs> and uh, sometimes multiple people are working on the same thing, which makes us go, hey, let's bump this up mm -hmm. uh, in terms of timing. Like everybody's doing Halloween now in August and July. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's All a the store sensor. decorations already come out. And last year, Phil Lamar wanted a easy way to have those neon NeoPixel strip like um, lights to nice way to like draw these and uh, Mr. Was it Foamy guy on the Discord chat inside of the uh, show and tell uh, showed off a nice little version that he's been working on. It's a nice little holder. So we pull it up in the uh, Discord. Uh, yeah. You said it's show and tell channel. Yeah, show and tell channel. I think it's up. So Jeff Hepler has been working on a nice uh, STL viewer website. You can check out the whole explanation on, I think, last week's show and tell, I believe, where he goes on right at the end, so it's easy to find in the time code. It's a little heart shape. Excellent. Yeah, I think there's a, play that video. It didn't work on me. I don't know why the videos don't work on my browser. Mm -hmm. I'm using Chrome. Yeah, it looks great, man. That's a really nice one too. Just do a little heart shape. Yeah, so the Simple thing. Simple shapes are great. Mm -hmm. So nice little holder. It's a, a clip. And Jeff Epler had made this very nice Lego compatible uh, model. So he has all Lego. of the different angles. You've got the 15, 0, 45, 30. So you can build any shape. And printed these out. Uh, just a little uh, working with the, the tolerance on there. After that, works great. Right. And the tolerance for that uh, holding on to like, the strips, you can draw. Like In this case, it's going to be Halloween themed things. So like maybe a skull or something. Right. So excellent um, way to bring things that are in our uh, project list up. And yeah, these work with uh, not only the official Legos, but all of the 3D printed Lego <laughs> uh, projects too. That's so good. You know, bots will be very happy once yeah, so, uh, you get yeah. this into work. Cool, really really neat to use the baseboard because then you can just make whatever kind of shape, prototype different, yeah. different shapes. Mm -hmm. Um, is this the uh, the same strip that we used in our Mickey ears? Yeah. Or is it different? Where is that? It's kind of chunky stuff. Oh, it's very, very thick. It's in this room. But yes, you can cut it and you can uh, solder uh, to it. Yeah, as you can, can see the pads there. on there. Maybe you can't, but uh, trust me, they're there. And, um, you know, exacto knife, be careful with it. But these are the edge lit ones, right? I think they're all edge lit. I, I quickly tried to pull them up on the site and I came up with these one meter long ones. Is this the same product? Or is this the chunky um, version? I have to, we'd have to look, uh, log into our account to see what has Oh wait, purchased. these are RGB, not NeoPixel. Yeah, I would, I would go with these. the NeoPixel ones. And yeah. I'm not gonna use the 
the super big ones are gonna use yeah. like the these are the super big god boy the, god look how thick that is i mean it's supposed to be for signs oh, so oh, oh. that's why they're so big uh these are <laughs> these supposed are to be big. like for decoration indoors sure. so i'm gonna use the smaller ones you can barely shave them now yeah look how big they are yeah, where are the the mickey ear ones i think it's these little ones there um this one it's definitely this one it has to say skinny. neopixel on it mm -hmm. skinny neopixel led strip yeah this is the one that we used I think it's a little bit more pricier, but because of uh, this, the, this, the thinness of it. Mm -hmm. In uh, quotes, yeah. thinness. <laughs> yeah, we've only They're done definitely... one project with it. Um, we definitely need to do science and stuff, so. It looks so good in person, though. Right. Like the These neon light. ears are so dope. Yeah. Yeah, they look great. I really like how they so are on nice. the side, too. Mm -hmm. Right. So they're they're pointing. That was another benefit to have these, is like they point forwards and mm -hmm. the person behind you isn't. Well, nowadays, maybe it doesn't matter, but... <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, and Devo is saying in the Discord that, yeah, that would make a really good LED skeleton man. One of the mm. reoccurring costumes, right. LED costumes that come up every mm. Halloween. The EL skeleton yeah. kids. Oh, yeah, it's a really good idea, actually, Sweet. to have a sewable version of this. Oh, right. Huh. Great Lots idea. Lots of ideas. Yeah. Um, I believe that's all we have for prototyping. <laughs> I think that's, like, most yeah. of the show. <laughs> Excellent, but yeah, um, definitely gonna spend some more time here. As a uh, yeah, Chris Schmitz is working on an awesome project too. Yeah, Shout out Chris Schmitz, working on this really fun pop project here. I think he's calling it. It's a Wi-Fi connected um, display. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it's I'm like cool. scrolling through it, and folks. Aren't yeah, there it. is so, so much stuff in there. Um, yeah, so definitely uh, check out the Discord at discord.gg/edafruit. Yeah, we're in the live chat right now. Mm-hmm. Excellent, yeah, I'll, I'll switch back over. And uh, then we're gonna do a community make. Yeah, so Take this week's community make, this time-lapse Tuesday, is this awesome little toy. Polecopter, polecopter? It's a finger polecopter, so. These are fun little toys from back in the J. Mm -hmm. We get these from a, bu a bubble gum machine. Mm -hmm. The quarter. So like everything from back in the day, it has to be redone remodeled so you can 3D print your own at home. Oh, did you have a fail there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's always fails with prints. So it's a couple different, lines. it's like four different parts. You'll need like an M25 screw to connect that little base and the little rotating part. And then um, this sweet little uh, blade that takes off and you pull it. It's like a little ring. Ooh. That thing is so much fun. That's <laughs> cool. Even though you have to go run after your little mm -hmm. uh, uh, what are they called? Little helicopter. It reminds me of the uh, the helicopter Stone. Barbie that like flies into <laughs> the fire, into the fire thing and catches on fire. <laughs> so let's take a look on the overhead here. This is a nice purple filament. It's shiny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not the best ex ad adhesion though, as you saw. Mm. That's why this is a different purple color. So uh, right. this is from uh, who was it? Solutech. So uh, not recommended. <laughs> not the best uh, okay. adhesion. Just this purple color. Their blacks and whites and all the other different colors I've gotten from them have been a lot better in terms of adhesion than this one. But it has a nice little shine. If you're not using it for any mechanical parts, it should be okay. Like for statues. statues and things. Pretty um, things. Yeah. Okay. Non-functioning things. It should be okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but for Ooh. this, I'm surprised all of this works. So uh, nice little teeth here that is uh, pretty much like a... Um, a ratchet? Rat, uh, rack and pinion? Rack and pinion that is turning this. Yeah. So let's give it a go. Woo! Oh. Ouch. <laughs> because I knew that was going to happen, I have another one here oh, ready to go. That. That's great. <laughs> so, uh, excellent design here in terms of the mechanics that it's are so happening on here. Nice and thin. Uh, nice tolerance for this. I didn't have to really adjust anything in. Oh, I'm using great. the Curity uh, printers, which um, I usually have to do like a horizontal expansion of at least 0.1 to 0.5, negative right. 0.1. Uh, uh, percent on that or not percent um, millimeters on it and it did a really good job of that sweet printed in any color yeah shout yeah, out yeah. to uh age uh p biz mm -hmm. um and check him out on youtube too he's got his youtube channel lots of fun projects a, a lot of fun lego builds too. of really cool projects yeah, yeah. Uh, i think one of his latest fun. one is an uh, update to his minifig he's testing out some copper filament 
And yeah, no, nothing special for the um, for the print settings on this. Uh, I did have to use support. I think he does mention it on one of these parts. It's where the the, the little gear that rotates. It's just like um, I don't know, like 0.8 millimeters or something like that. So not needed, but definitely helps a little bit and helps test out what your tolerance is for your nozzle is. Sweet. And, uh, oh, he has a as M2 that used like M25 just to uh, create the threads inside here. So M2 to M25 should work. Nice. And if you go to the overhead, yeah, it's supposed to be like a ring. And actually, yeah, keep that open just so we can see it fly away. Let's see. Wait, which oh, one? Which one do you want? This one? Hold on. Let's do it on the... The big can. Yeah. Woo! Oh, there it goes. It. Oh, it hits the fan. <laughs> it flies into the Yeah, these things place. are so much fun, just having these fly all over the house. Uh, should Make try this outside. Out you have, like, these goals, and you'll try to, like, That's swing it into idea. the goal or something. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. Picky-uppy. So definitely recommended. Nice, uh, awesome little print while you are quarantined. Yeah, and shout out to HP uh, Bids for throwing this up on um, Prusa Printers. It's mm -hmm. a good alternative. Definitely add some tips yeah, on there. It's up right now. It works. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Excellent. So that's this week's really awesome community mates. We have a few other ones. I'm just going to really go through them really quick. Um, the Magnetic Ear Savers. Yeah, this one's uh, a really Mace cool one Mace Man too. on Thingiverse posted this make of it. It's circular, so you can bend it, uh, mm -hmm. or you can kind of have it at an angle, and uh, increase the thickness a little bit for, uh, for, his, um, for his printer. Uh, uses the same or different magnets, but uh, very similar, and uh, that's sweet to see. Folks are uh, remixing this one, very cool. And then uh, we got another remix, or kind of a just a make, the Halo Energy Sword. This was a really fun one we did back in 2016, and uh, it's always nice to see makes of it, especially when they do some light painting photography. That so looks so fun. dope. And uh, there's a full uh, video documenting his process and. It's really nice because uh, he, um, he says he, he shows his mistakes and you can learn from them. So it's always nice to see that. Always happy when our projects from how long ago still work. They still work, Yay. yeah. Look at it. Printed think on he... a CR10, Cruelty. Oh, how about yeah. that? Huh. Excellent. And uh, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, Arduino code still works. So we'll have to do an update oh, right. at some point to have sound effects and oh, gosh, you know, yeah. maybe some updates to the CAD. I yeah. don't remember we, what we, I made this The in. Blue Feather Sense is like our next go-to product, I think, for all props moving forward yeah. because it has the accelerometer built in. Mm -hmm. It has Bluetooth connectivity right off the bat. Um, it has the LiPo chargers. Mm -hmm. You get all that in one PCB. You don't, you don't really need the prop maker Featherwing. That's really ideal if you're using like the M4 Express, but mm -hmm. the, the, the Feather Sense that's I like that all the space available inside there will now help it uh, with acoustics. Yeah, speaker, so yeah. having the speaker make MP3s. it sound louder. Oh boy, it's gonna be great. So we'll definitely rejoin this. And now, as we're talking about that, I can remember this was the first project that we used Fusion 360s. Uh, the um, we did the what's it called the um, foam sculpting. Free the, the free the free foam. Free foam. form <laughs> sculpting tools inside of Fusion. And right. This was the first project for that. And yeah. One of the first projects, too. Yeah, that's a great. Um, I can't really zoom in. We post this. <laughs> Where or when? No, when did we put what it? It says January this? 28, 2016. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. Sounds right. Right. And, um, yeah. Right. <laughs> Light Swords, the best. Yes, uh, Devo is saying uh, <laughs> anything can be made better with LEDs. <laughs> and CircuitPython. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead and go through some of the comments here. Just everybody, uh, Bruce and Dev Devo, uh, talking about uh, LEDs and how much they reduce uh, cost savings for electricity. Yes. Yeah, uh, we did. We that. recently just moved in and we replaced every single every bulb yeah. inside this house. I, it's a newer home, and I could not believe that everything was. Fluorescent. Well, they got it from the it garbage and like, ah, oh, let's drove use me these nuts. Up. We had to buy so many packs of mm -hmm. the LED bulbs. <laughs> yeah, that definitely. Uh, I don't know what the cost would have been without them, but yeah, it definitely saves mm -hmm. a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, switching over, and they're nice and cool too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we invite you folks to come on tonight. Because we have a show and tell tonight. No, we do not. Oh, my oh God, do we? we? 
Do we? I we no, did. I think the server. Okay, yeah, we yeah, do. You're right. We don't have Ask Engineer today. Yes, I'm almost there. <laughs> Show and tell. Come on, uh, come on by. I think uh, Lamar and Phil are hosting it, right? Because John Park is so. doing the uh, Ask an Engineer slot. He's using it for an unboxing of AdaBox. Yay! So shout out to all the folks who subscribe to AdaBox. And if you want to uh, share your projects or share your Ada box, come on by and show it off uh, tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, the uh, invite link to our StreamYard um, live stream will be posted in the live broadcast chat around 10 minutes before 7 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. So around 6.50ish, we'll post that up so folks can get uh, their cameras set up. Anybody's free to do so can come on. Um, there's a slot. A max of 10 people, but as folks show, they'll jump off and allowing more folks to come in. So you can come in that way. It's a full hour long, so you have plenty of time to kind of share your project or projects. Or it could be a tour of your workshop or anything else that's being worked on. Yeah. Always welcome. Doesn't yeah, I like have to tips, be tools and things. Electronics, but definitely crafts. Anything that's crafty is yeah. always welcome. Inspirational stuff. All right, and then uh, as you said, AdaBox. Um, is is, is uh, going to be at 8 p.m. and then you guys can uh, chat with uh, John in the chat room. When, yeah, uh, it'll be a live stream. About the projects, tons of projects, and we won't give it away. Uh, you can check out the learn guides, the new ones that were just recently published. If you want to start checking out all the projects yep. for this quarter's AdaBox, and don't forget to subscribe at AdaBox.com. Uh, I think all the slots might be filled, but if anybody drops off. Uh, you will be notified when seats open. Cool. All right, other shows uh, the, from the desk of Lady Ada is, is back in full swing effect. Happens every Monday, uh, Sundays in the afternoons, in the evenings. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what time. Um, maybe we'll get a banner update, but... Uh, Definitely want to make sure that you click on the bell icon on YouTube so you can get uh, notified every single streaming service is used when uh, the shows are going on. Mm -hmm. um, so one of those, you know, should get a notification for one of those when uh, yeah, our shows go live. Every Sunday evening, so check it out. John continues to do the weekly workshop every Thursday, that's tomorrow, at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Tons check it out. of really cool projects coming up, so make sure you are subscribed. Yep. Just a quick kind of note, programming note on, on John's uh, Make Code Live. Uh, those soon. will resume, we'll resume when, uh, coming when back we, soon. Yeah, coming back soon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is going to do it for the show, folks. We do this one every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, and then on Thursdays, we do blog posts <laughs> yeah, of yeah. all the different uh, <laughs> projects that we find. I've, I've thought about doing Thursdays again, but it's a nice little time off. Yeah, um, getting everything we're done. Situated. We're situated. We just yeah, our, our 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 circadian rhythm is like really um, set for Wednesdays. I don't yeah. know. I like finishing work earlier in the week. Okay, well said. Uh, is that all the things? Yeah, I'm excited to start on the uh, some of these other projects. So yeah, yeah with that, um, tune in tonight and remember everybody to make, make a, great a great day. day. Bye, folks. We'll see you guys later Bye. on tonight. Bye-bye.